Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. What got them there can't get them further, and they're at a plateau. What's happening is that they're sacrificing. They're sacrificing the relationships that matter. They're sacrificing their own self, their own time, their own health. And what matters most to them is being put on the back burner. Today on episode 587 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with business growth strategists from Ascend Leadership, Nadine and Derek Nicholson. I'm going to ask Nadine and Derek how you can smash the plateau when you feel like your business is running you rather than the other way around. Stay with us to hear all the details. You can find out more about Nadine and Derek along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Are you building your own business after a long career as an employed professional? Listen to our show Going Solo, also found on our website, smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Nadine and Derek Nicholson. Nadine and Derek help passionate, high-achieving consultants and service professionals boldly earn more while working less so they can free up their time for what matters. They've distilled their 60 years of collective business and leadership experience, building their own seven-figure company, running over $10 million worth of corporate portfolios, and leading giant teams of people into an approach that teaches you how to confidently sell and deliver high-value offerings while mastering your time and building your high-performance team. Nadine and Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us, David. We're happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much, David. So how did the two of you end up in business together? Great question. That is a great question, actually. So it was really interesting. We we both came from uh, corporate backgrounds that we were leading large teams, and we both were noticing that there were some big things that we were needing to do with our teams to really show strong leadership, and that involved a coaching approach. At that time, Nadine decided to enroll in some coach training, and she enrolled me as well. (laughs) So we both got trained formally as coaches in our roles that we had in our corporate environments, and we both realized how much we wanted to help other people. So we made a plan. So we we set that vision right at the beginning, and I started our, our company while Derek continued to stay in the corporate world coaching in corporate. And I started to work with entrepreneurs. And then about five years ago, Derek actually took a sabbatical um, to spend some more time with our son, which was in our plan and our vision. And about three years ago, we decided what would it be like if we really joined forces in our company and take the best of him and take the best of me and kind of rebrand the company into what it would look like for both of us to be working together. And he left the corporate world and we joined forces and we've been together in business ever since. And now we, uh, we both work together on serving our entrepreneur clients rather than doing separate businesses, which we were doing before. Yeah, I know that, that for a married couple to go from two separate corporate jobs, which presumably takes you out of the house, at least pre-COVID times it did, to working together particularly if your business is based from your home. So all of a sudden you're, you're now spending 24-7 together and probably working very hard together versus having some time apart. That also changes the dynamic. And I wondered how that felt. 
Yeah, it was definitely a transition because, you know, the company that I had built while Derek was working in corporate, it was mine. Like it was my brand. It was called Me Jane. It was like, it was kind of like the house that I built. (laughs) And then, and I was working from home. And then when Derek and I joined forces, you know, it was definitely, you know, you can speak to the transition of what it was like for you, but it was really important to us to buy our own house, you know, to like, to be able to not just have him move into my house, but actually go together to go house hunting (laughs) and build a house together that was ours together, truly. Yes. And we were very deliberate in what we do individually, what our individual strengths are and what we're bringing to the business. So we have our own role documents, job descriptions with what what I do, what Nadine does, what we do together, how we best serve our clients. And, and we do some intentional design around that. And we're really big on, on designing our lives and our business to make sure that it's successful and it gets us where we want it to be. So you clearly wanted a merger, not an acquisition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great way to look at it. Yes. Okay, because so many times in business, there there is an attempt to create these, I don't know, alliances, collaborations, whatever, and two different entities see a path to join together and create something where one plus one equals 11. Mm-hmm. Yet what often ends up happening is one culture dominates and it ends up becoming much more of an acquisition than a merger. And um, a lot of feelings get bent out of shape along the way. Yeah, absolutely. I used to work for a company that did that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know exactly what I mean there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Well, and David, I, I'd like to add in that when we made this decision to join forces we made it with one and one specific guiding principle. And it was, we would only do this when it brings us closer together in our relationship. And if it were ever to pull us apart personally, then it's just not worth it. So that one principle has guided us the every step of the way. Yeah. And that principle we call is basically simply put what matters most. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. So how do you measure the results of that? You know what? It's a it's a day to day thing. To be completely honest, there's some yeah. days where it feels like, okay, where are we on this? Uh, where are we on this spectrum? And it feels like we're kind of slipping a little bit here. And what do we need to actually get back? And sometimes it's, I need a little bit of time on my own to work on a piece of work so that I can have some independence. Sometimes it's uh, Nadine needs to do something a little differently. Sometimes it's we need to all get together as a family and let's go on vacation for four days. So it really is a journey every day. Yeah. And we, to build on that idea is like, we we're meant to, we're meant to have this path. We're meant to have this journey We're this isn't for the faint of heart. This isn't the path, you know, that is well trodden. This isn't, you know, not every, not every couple does this and we're feeling called to do this. So we know that there's going to be times and there are times where it, it's not roses. There's times in the in the day where where we can trigger each other and we can, you know, create challenges. And so what it does is we it gives us an opportunity to come closer and to be honest and to to trust each other and to have really open communication and open dialogue and 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 take a stand for what each of us needs and say, okay, right now here's what I need. This is what would really help me. Yeah. And we have one underlying thing that holds that all together is that we know we are better together. 
And our clients tell us that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's great. I, I love this. How did you figure out who your ideal client should be? Oh, this is a great question. So we actually worked with a brand strategist. And what she did is she created an up-level brand for my company that I had at the time. And then she created a new brand for Derek because we wanted to see what it would be like for each of us to have our own company, essentially. And then when we saw that, we knew we didn't want to build two separate companies. We knew that we wanted to join forces and bring the best of each other together. And so we combined these two kind of brands into, into Ascend Leadership Co. Yeah. So we, we had the guidance of an expert. We did. And what was really amazing about that whole process is that her work on our brand and pulling that all together came from everything inside of us. Her process around interviews, getting me, for example, to do a whole bunch of writing. She had me just write essentially a... I don't know, stand at the top of the mountain and just write my memoirs, however it sounded, scream about everything that frustrated me for businesses and entrepreneurs. And she pulled together everything that matters most for me about business and entrepreneurship. And she pulled it into our brand. And the same thing went for me. And, and a lot of that, like what Derek is describing, came from our past and like how we got here and what really drives us and what inspires us and what we care about and what gets us going and what matters to where we want to make a difference, where we're here to, what we're here to change. That's great. So Derek and Nadine, who's your ideal client now? So our ideal client is uh, overwhelmed powerhouse entrepreneurs. So service-based entrepreneurs in like coaches, consultants, photographers, branding strategists, you know, home organizers, like financial advisors, financial advisors, lawyers, service-based areas. And we help them boldly elevate their earning while freeing up their time for what matters. What's really key is that a defining factor of our ideal client is that they're in what we call the middle zone. And this is where they've reached a plateau. And it's actually a sign of success they needed to get there in order to be able to be to work with us because it's it's a call for change what got them there can't get them further and they're at a plateau what's happening is that they're sacrificing they're sacrificing the relationships that matter they're sacrificing their own self their own time their own health and what matters most to them is being put on the back burner and what the impact of that is is exhaustion, overwhelm, burnout, resentment, because they're pushing off what matters most for what really is most urgent. And they're in chronic stress mode, essentially. Yeah. So the, so our ideal clients, they're, they're feeling stuck and trapped. And it's not why they got into entrepreneurship in the first place. They've achieved significant growth and significant success. And they really don't understand why they're working even harder than they ever have longer hours, everything, doing all those things that got them the success and it doesn't get them more. Right. I know like, for example, consultants that have spent a long time as corporate employees, often high achieving, well compensated, and they got burned out in corporate. 
So they decide, well, I would rather have more control over my destiny. Mm-hmm. I can do this as a consultant. I can make good money and I can have a good lifestyle and I can decide what kind of clients I want to work with, what kind of hours I want to work. And then they end up in the scenario you just described where rather than them running the business, they feel like the business is running them. Absolutely. And that's that's something I say often to some of our clients and it totally describes how they feel. And it's because they the business is running them. That's actually the truth. So, you know, what what gets them out of the middle zone is by stepping into self-leadership and being able to learn a new way of leading themselves, leading their time, leading their relationship with money, leading their clients, leading their team. It's all about how are they leading themselves in order to lead the things around them and the, the people around them. Yeah, and, and, and there's one big piece of that formula that comes up that it may seem really, really simple, but it's choice. It's choice. It's about making the choices. Often those people who feel stuck and feel like their business is running them, you'll hear things like, I don't have time. I don't have a choice. Or I can't do that. Or, or I, I should can't. do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what's an example of, uh, of someone in a service-based business? Like if you have an example that's a consultant or coach, that would be great. But any, really any service-based business where they've, they've been in this middle zone and they feel like their business is running them, they are making money, but they, something has to shift. Otherwise, they're going to kill themselves. What's a good story of somebody who has really turned things around? Yeah, we're just looking at each other and we're like, oh, who are we going to pick? Yeah, who are we going to yeah, pick? Like There's so many examples. You know, we'll, we'll share an, an example of a copywriter, a really um, high-level copywriter who's working with some pretty, pretty experienced and successful business owners and writing copy for them. And, you know, do you want to say a little bit about her? Mm-hmm. She was at a place where she's, you know, doing well financially, past the multiple six-figure space. So into the, you know, 200 plus and able to sell, able to bring in and sell her services. She has high end kind of high end offering and works with clients that are, you know, doing fairly well financially. But what happened for her is that she's what matters most, her daughter, her 11 year old daughter, her own health, her own sleep, all of the things that actually allow her to increase her earnings and to really like, like really have significant revenue coming in. The things that matter the most are on the back burner. The reason she was at a plateau with her earning was because she was in a say do gap. What a say do gap is, it's when we have what we say is important and what we do is out of alignment. There's a gap. So on one hand, she's saying my health is important. My daughter is important, but her daughter was not, she wasn't, she was working late. She wasn't seeing her daughter. She wasn't taking, you know, taking care of her health. She was working 18 hour days. She was, you know, working so hard to serve her clients that she was sacrificing herself. So because of that say do gap, she was plateauing her revenue because she was out of out of alignment with what she values and she and was resenting her business and resenting her business yeah yeah so what was key to the transformation in her case the key for the transformation was to really look at like 
her own time and value her precious time and to start really seeing what she was sacrificing, what she was putting on the back burner and to bring them forward and to choose and to schedule time to schedule what matters most to her in her calendar and honor it like a lioness protects her young. We, we spent time with her directly in her calendar and basically took, she, she said, uh, I think her words were a love machete to her calendar to cut out the time that she wasn't giving herself. We cut it away from the clients and gave it back to her mm-hmm. to start with. And then looked at ways to deliver the services to the clients using a team approach and other people that she knew could support her to still deliver everything that she can do in a different way. And it also includes, it also involves David to, we gave her a raise. Essentially, she gave herself a raise. We gave her permission for it, but we increased her rates. We cut back the amount of time that she's taking on delivery so that she's actually focusing and harnessing her time instead of having so much context shifting. For example, what she was doing is in her way of delivering her copywriting services, she was spreading it over a certain amount of time and doing a little bit each week. So what we did is we brought that together and we really harnessed it and focused it. So she had less less context shifting and could focus her time a lot more effectively. And essentially, instead of doing what was taking her twice as long, we cut it in half with a better result, with better client results at the end of the day so that she's she's focused and she doesn't have the, all this context switching and she's able to really harness her time and we increased her rates so that she you know can really open up more space in her calendar also for what matters most and who matters most. Yeah, that, that's really important because we, we have clients that come to us that say things like, I have trouble with my time. I need you to help me with time management. And we tell them all the same thing, that it's not about time. It's about integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so David, I I feel inspired. We just actually got a, some, a little testimonial from this person we're talking about. I feel inspired to, it's really brief to share it with, with people to kind of really capture what we're trying to describe. So the heading is four times the income in half the time with a spacious calendar. When I hired Nadine and Derek, I was getting dangerously close to burnout. While sales in my business were higher than ever, my ability to deliver was crashing. I felt a total lack of clarity around time mastery. I was constantly overbooked. I finally hit a wall when there was no more of me to give. So I reached out. Within seven days, they took a love machete to my calendar, digging into the nitty gritty details to help me cut all the clutter, build efficiency into project management, my project management schedule and pare down my working hours from 60 plus to 32 per week. Then we built a plan to scale my company by designing a service delivery model that gave me the grounded clarity I'd been looking for about how projects would roll out month after month on time and to a level of excellence I expect. I've been working with Ascend Leadership for less than 30 days and have a clear plan to scale the business to 2.4 million, higher up and manage my time in a way that feels luxurious and spacious. It's like the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders. You know, it's also, it's remarkable how things like shifting how you operate, making some shifts in your business model, changing your rate structure, 
making some changes in your team structure can really have a huge impact. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the, one of the keys is to looking at all of that, being able to look at all those things, because if you just say, well, I'll just increase my rates and that'll make things better. If you're not looking at everything else, you could end up in the same place and you're still stuck in the middle zone. So it's a holistic approach. Yeah, business is a very complex dynamic and you can't look at just one variable. You have to look at all of them. And particularly when you're feeling stretched very thin, when you're at a plateau like this, it's really hard to look at it yourself to have enough space and bandwidth to reflect properly and to also to to have the the impartiality to look at it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Like when we tell people that you're in a middle zone, sometimes if you're in a middle zone, it's hard to see that you're in a middle zone. Yeah. Derek and Nadine, what, what's one other thing you'd like to share that I, I haven't asked you yet? Yeah, actually, say, I'd say two quick things about that. So what's what I'm inspired to share right now is that most people are, you know, really don't realize that, um, is it even possible to have spaciousness in their calendar and still grow their income and, and their impact. There's this feeling like, well, either I can bring in a bunch of money and I can make a whole bunch of sales, or I'm gonna have a whole bunch of time and I'm not making any money. <laughs> like there's this sweet spot between the sweet spot, the intersection of time and money. And it is absolutely possible to multiply your earning while freeing up your time for more life. In fact, this is what I'm so passionate about really underlining and emphasizing here, that it's the very thing that what matters most, it's, it's what they've been putting, what you, you know, if you're listening to this and you're resonating, what you've been putting on the back burner is the very code, the very key that will have you boldly multiply your earning and increase your spaciousness and increase the impact with your gifts. We just got to get it off the back burner and bringing, bring it right to the forefront and put what matters most at the center of your business plan. So I, that's I love that. Passion. Yeah, I love you that. can hear it coming through. <laughs> I do hear it. I do hear it. Look, and I know from, from what we discussed at the beginning of the episode, the two of you have very clearly thought long and hard about what matters to you most yes. in the way you've designed your business and how it intersects with everything in your lives. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So, so for um, anyone who does want to learn more, access any resources you may have or get in touch with you, where's the best place for them to go? You know, we go right to an old school phone call, <laughs> one-on-one. So we love for you to reach out to connect with us. You'll have a call with me, with Nadine, and there's a place that you can go on our website to actually set that up. So go to ascendleadership.com, A-S-C-E-N-D leadership.com forward slash consult. And this will be a 45 minute call with me where we'll take a good look at what you're wanting. We'll take a look, good look at what you're running into, what's getting in your way, what are some things to, to, to solve in order to achieve what you, you're wanting? Yeah, you'll actually open up your calendar and look at it together and say, this is what it looks like. Well, I'll, I'll take a look at your calendar, just like I did with this client that we talked about. And we'll look at where are some opportunities? Where are you leaving money on the table? Where are you leaking your time and energy? 
we'll find some opportunities for you immediately. And, you know, if, if the chemistry is there and we want to explore working together in the future, then we can do that too. But that, that first 45 minutes is really for me to see what's going on and to be able to help you get some clarity on how to move forward. That's great. And we'll include the link in the show notes. Nadine and Derek, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share your own background, your experiences and your insights. My guests have been business growth strategists with Ascend Leadership, Nadine and Derek Nicholson. Thank you again, Derek and Nadine, for joining us. Thank you so Thank much, Thank you, David. David, for having us. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how you can smash the plateau when you feel like your business is running you rather than the other way around. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.